How many times last week did you get unsolicited call where someone wanted to talk with you about their product or service? You say hello and they go right into their pitch and can barely stop to take a breath or let you say anything. They are going to give you their pitch no matter what because they know they have what you need. We'll talk about that type of me marketing where they just talk, talk, talk and more on this edition of Today's Antidote. Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Hey, have to keep moving my hands because I'm in a uh, garage and it's cold. Fair enough. So if I start twitching, it's only because I need to keep my body movement. You're not going to just keep gyrating throughout the whole show? I could. I could. I'm like Part of a President's Day special show. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> so clearly you're cold. How else are you doing today, Bob? I'm good. I'm good. Otherwise, I'm good. Had a good weekend. Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? How was your game? You were telling us about your game that you were going to officiate your first D1 game. How was it Friday? It It went very well overall. Although, as you know, one of my favorite things to do after every action is ask what went well, what didn't go as planned, and what would I do differently? And the hardest question, and I've done this with some other people, and the hardest question they have is to figure out, like, what didn't go as planned? Because everybody wants to, like, judge and, uh, uh, you know, like, I could have been, I missed this call, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. That's not the point. Um, what didn't go as planned was... The so we have this place where we get our schedule, and on the schedule it says here's the directions, the address, and the directions to the facility. And it's DC. That was where I was going, so that's always a challenge in and of itself. I gave myself plenty of time, and I was within two blocks of the address that they gave me, um, an hour and fifteen minutes before game time, which is just about right. Maybe it's even a little bit more. Because I wanted to be there. Is that you freezing, between, Tom, or is it me? I think it's you, because I still see you. So I'm going to keep going. Uh, so I, what happened was the address wasn't correct. And then when I finally had the correct answer, or the correct address, finding the field was a challenge. And... Uh, as Bob looks like he has completely froze. So I'm not sure if that's me or if that's him. So I'm going to just keep talking until hopefully Bob comes back to join us. <clears throat> and, you know, one of the things, so, and long story short, I ended up getting to the field about 35 minutes before game time, which is not, not ideal at all. Um, I've been communication with my partners the whole way. And so, but that was frustrating. So what I would have done differently is I would have gone online and checked out exactly where the field was, exactly the roads I needed to use, and not just relied upon Waze or uh, Google Maps to help me get to where I wanted to go. Because what I realized was that it doesn't always work as well. And now Bob is gone, so I'm just going to continue with the show. Welcome to our 
uh, broadcast and podcast. I'm Tom Brush, and Bob is usually with us, although he's disappeared. So hopefully he'll come back. Um, but this is our daily show where we prov- we have a conversation around a topic. Oh, Bob's back. Hey, Tom, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. So the moral Sorry, to my story, Bob, was that despite the fact that I was within a half a block of where I thought I was supposed to be an hour uh-huh. and 15 minutes early, I ended up getting to the field 35 minutes before game time. Oh, and you couldn't was, do all your stretching and all your chit-chat with your other officials correct. and all the important pregame. Yeah. So that didn't help my uh, – and I realized that I shouldn't just rely on the address in the scheduler or I should also – and I should also take a look at a map and see exactly where the field is, where the roads are. Because once I knew where the field was, which wasn't that far away, a couple blocks, I circled the field twice trying to find the correct entrance to this parking space that we were supposed to be in. Cause it's DC and every road pretty much is one way or almost every road. So that's what I would have done. I don't know that I can mute you. Looks like there's a power failure wherever Bob is. The bunker is being attacked. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not really sure what's going on. Uh, We will bring Bob back when he comes back. So I'll do our little introduction. Bob can listen and I'll try to control the uh, sound for him. So again, welcome to our broadcast and podcast. We'll have a conversation around a topic. This week's topic is me marketing. And today we're going to talk about talk, 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 which is really what me marketing is all about. It's funny, I was thinking about that as we were, as I was getting ready for the show. And usually we do the first day is like, um, what it, what is it? You know, so people know. Sometimes our topics are very clear and others, they're like this. Me marketing might be a little unclear. And then when I, then when I started thinking about how I would describe it, it's exactly the way it is written there. Talk, talk, talk. So we'll have that conversation as you are listening or watching. If you'd like to add a comment, if you're watching, please feel free to do that because you can do that if you are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, or LinkedIn Live. (laughs) Yes. Now we've got Bob probably standing up, holding his computer somewhere outside. So that's exactly what's happening. I'm leaned against my vehicle and yeah, sorry about the noise. Um, I was in a garage and someone needed the compressor, which is a loud machine and then no one knew I was in the garage, so they turned the lights out on me. Fair enough. <laughs> so it might be a, good for you to ask your three questions at the end of the show and think about what think about those things. So anyhow, at the end of the show, Bob and I each tried our one thing, our antidote. And if you have an antidote that you would like to share, please feel free to put it in the comments. If uh, you are listening to this podcast and you're still with us after... Uh, Chaos has happened so far. A little bit of Monday morning chaos. Um, we What's know that you? You, <laughs> we know that you can't comment during a podcast except to yourself or yell in the car or while you're talking, while you're listening to your headphones and people wondering what the heck you're doing. Uh, we welcome you to go to our Ring of Renegades Facebook group where you can share your thoughts and ideas there. Uh, we also would encourage you to share the podcast with your friends, your coworkers, someone who Keeping you think might I guess. Fair enough. Uh, 
because that may help them. Might be exactly what they were looking for and it will add value to their day. We also would ask nicely if you would rate our podcast because that will help others find it and have the chance to listen to the value that we believe we provide. How should they rate it, Bob? Five stars. Only one option. Don't tell me four or three. Even with the compressor noise in the background, still a five-star broadcast. Yes. One of the beauties of doing things live. You know, if this was a taped podcast or a broadcast, right, we go back and we edit all those things that make it real out. So, Not so us. That's, no. <laughs> so one of the things we do to start every show before we get to our topic around me marketing is to sh- share our celebrations. What are you celebrating today, Bob? I'm celebrating the beautiful pink sky that I saw as I was coming to my work this morning. It was right before sunrise and the sky was perfectly pink, like a color I've never seen before. Hmm. And it was breathtaking. Like I, I almost wanted to just stop and watch it. it only was visible for maybe three minutes. And there was no one on the road I was on, so there wasn't. It wasn't like I was in a city, and I could sit. I could point to another car and be like, "Look, look, look!" It was just one of those private moments. So, nice. how about you? So, uh, lots of things to celebrate about. One I was going to do, and I'm going to hold off on doing. Now, nah, you know what? I'm going to do it. What, what the heck? The way the show is going, why not? <laughs> so, um, I'm celebrating that my wife came home last weekend, last night. She had you make, say, you make it sound like you didn't think she would. No, no. Well, is there trouble I, in the uh, brush camp? No, there's just some challenging Sorry, I just things. Heard it, the way you said it, it was like she came home. Well, so she was. She went to visit our daughter for a few days two weeks ago, uh, and then her mom had some issues in Florida, so she came home for a night and then went to Florida for a week. Well, it was supposed to be four days that extended to a week, and so. There was the chance that she might not have been able to come home last night. So I'm celebrating the fact that she did. Nice. Yeah. And what are our renegades celebrating today, Bob? Well, it's President's Day today, Tom. And I don't, I know you've uh, paid some attention to Hamilton, a president who they did a beautiful musical on based on a book by uh, Ronald Chernow. Um, wait, wait, time out. Time out. What? Did I miss something in history? Oh, that's right. He was never president, was he? He was never president. Totally checked out there. I'm wide awake, I promise. So disregard the whole Hamilton thing. (laughs) It's just been a great episode. So one of the things I like about presidents, and I've followed presidents, and I've looked at their histories, is they're, they're always in difficult times. No president has it easy. There's always a crisis. And I was looking the other day to see the craziest story that involves a um, president. And there's actually a president, John Quincy Adams. Remember him? Yes. He went from the White House each morning around 5 a.m. to swim nude in the Potomac River. Interesting. How's that? How's that for crazy? And I, I think what, I, what, I, what I'd say for renegades is, presidents have these very difficult times they're just regular human beings and they're put in very dramatic situations whether it's a war whether it's the economy whether it's all kinds of things hostages in the late 70s jimmy carter had to deal with and the way they get out of those things to me is really a a story of being a renegade because there isn't a clear path and they find their way somehow 
They have a lot of people supporting them, admittedly, but it's not as easy as it looks. And everyone thinks, oh, you're president, you can do whatever you want. But if you read about presidents, it's quite the opposite. They're really hand-tied in a lot of ways. And I think it's really a story of being a renegade as being a president. You know, first of all, having that calling, because you're carving your own path. To be president, you've got to be carving your own path. And I think there's a lot of lessons for renegades when you start to look at people like Jefferson and Washington and Adams, especially the old, the ones from way back. I think they really, you know, Lincoln's another one that just went through some really difficult times. And it's just, to me, it's very uh, enlightening as a renegade to see these people who really struggled with the times. Mm -hmm. Hmm. I like that. I like that. The challenges of being a leader. Saved myself from the Hamilton debacle. <laughs> totally, totally fell asleep there. You said that, and I was like, "Wait, did history change overnight?" I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I totally, yeah, yeah. Never did I wake up in the in another universe? <laughs> another universe, yeah, yeah. Oh boy. If you ask Marvel, there are many universes. So that's there. You go. So All right. um, enough of that. Let's move on. See how we can continue to make this show as enjoyable as possible. <laughs> I and think people like this one better than most. <laughs> could be. Could be. It depends on what's real for them on a Monday morning of President's Day. So our topic this week is about me marketing. And our so that'll be an, I think it'll be an interesting conversation for us throughout the week. Um, because there is lots to talk about, there's no doubt. And which is a great way that we start today out with our topic for today is talk, 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 as it rega- relates to me marketing. Do you want to uh, dive into that a little bit, sure, Bob? I'll, dive, I'll just- dive into talk, talk, talk and me marketing. Um, this is how I started my first business. I would go to networking events and just talk. I would tell them whatever I thought I could say that would make them think I was impressive and make them think that I knew everything and and uh, the net result was no one really paid much attention to me. Um, and I handed out business cards every chance I got. It's like, oh, you're going to need me. You're going to need me. You're going to need me. I had no idea. Had no interaction with those people at all. No anything, really. And I think it was right around the time you and I met, believe it or not, Tom, that I really started to understand that there was a different way to go about it and that there were alternatives and that it wasn't about me and presenting how amazing I was. It was a different thing. And so what are your thoughts? I mean, that was really short. Well, I no, but I think but... it gets to the heart of where it's at, right? Is that if, we, if we're only focused on ourselves and we think that that is, that we are the solution, well, we could be the solution. Um, I think it creates challenges for those we deal with. You know, it's funny. I was trying to think about how does this relate to a leader? You know, because many, many organizational leaders are dealing with this, not only trying to figure out what they're going to do externally, also, how are they going to market themselves internally? And I think, you know, if you've ever had a supervisor or a boss or an owner, leader, somebody that you reported to who spent more time talking at you than actually listening and trying to help you with the challenges that you were facing, you can see how, how me marketing can apply. You know, I, I can think of a number of situations where you would go, I would go into a meeting or others I know, and they would make a comment and literally their leader, supervisor, the head of the, or the person running the meeting 
would then talk for 15 minutes. And typically, I think when you're in those situations, what you find is that the person is all over the place. Like they may start somewhere and then that leads them to somewhere else and somewhere else. And you're sitting there like, yeah, this is all nice. I appreciate it. And it's interesting to hear. Uh, can we get back to the original question or the original challenge? And I think just like the person who goes to a networking event that just talks all about themselves, people stop paying attention. I think the same thing happens when you're a leader in an organization and all you do is talk about yourself or talk in general, people stop paying attention. You know, how many meetings did you go to where the person running the meeting spent 90% of the meeting talking and everybody just sitting there like, and I'm sure they're saying to themselves, I've got a million things to do. When can I get back to doing the million things that I need to do? Rather than just sit here and listen to someone pontificate about either their knowledge, their experience, or their perspective, and just feeling like they have to share it all the time. Or and worse not, than that, giving stuff that could be in a report. You know, get instead of going line by line through the Excel spreadsheet, why don't you just email me the spreadsheet and let's talk about the issues we have instead. Right. We can address the, the questions people have as we go through it. And so I think that it's something that, and I know our, our title this week of the, of the topic is me marketing. And I think so often people just think about it as how do you present your business? I think it's also about how do you present yourself? And, um, and I think that every time we're in front of someone, we're engaging or interacting with someone, we are marketing ourselves. People are walking away with some perspective of who, who we are, what our product or service is, how they, um, how we appear to them. And whether there's someone that they want to continue a conversation with or not, you know, as I mentioned in the opening, the number of times I get a phone call and it's just like, hello. And they just start on the spiel. Like they have to read this script to tell you all of the benefits and services that they have before they stop to take a breath to even be, you know, the funniest ones for me are like at the moment we're rent. We rent a nice house out in the country, which is great. Yet we rent. So we don't make decisions about roofing, siding. You <laughs> but know, you're on the list. You're a human we're being. We're on the list. And list. we get the call. And they're going through, here's all the warranties and benefits. And blah, blah, and, uh, and at, at some point, they finally take a breath and say, well, you know, what do you think? Would you be interested in setting up a meeting? And I'm like, well, let me. Uh, we rent. So we can't make those decisions. And they're like, oh. And I want to be like, I could have saved you 20 minutes of your time and mine. Because sometimes I just like to listen. You know, it's one of the things I do also at networking events. I play this little game of I ask a question and I see how long the person talks. And I do remember a conversation I had with someone once. It wasn't at a networking event, but it was when we connected. And I believe it went 25 minutes. And, it, you know, I think it was for me, it was like, I'm just curious, kind of like research of how long this is going to happen before someone stops and says, OK, I've been talking at you for 25 minutes. Who are you? <laughs> what what are you? You know, and I think that's the, the some of the easiest questions you could ask. And we'll get to more about questions as we go through the week. And I just think it's sometimes it's so easy for us, whether it's because we're nervous we're uncertain, we're overconfident. We kind of just think that whatever we have, everybody needs. And so we just talk, talk, 
talk. Or Tom, I think a big one that I see and I had to identify myself, you know, 10, 11 years ago, if I was controlling the discussion and not asking questions, but telling people, then that meant that they couldn't ask me the question I didn't know the answer to. And I think as a leader, it was the same when I was in some leadership situations like, boy, I don't want to go to a meeting them to ask me a question where I don't know the answer. Now I think I've matured to a point where it's like, yeah, I don't know all the answers. That's a great issue for let, let's figure it out as a team. But I think there's that fear that, you know, if people realize I don't have all the answers, whether it's about my company, whether it's about my team, whether it's about where the direction of the organization is going, that's, that's scary for people to, to admit, even though if you really get at it, you and I don't have all the answers to what we're doing. I think we find that there are usually new questions every day. I mean, you know, I, I'm at a location where I'm going to be a couple of days this week, and I'm still not sure I've figured out how I'm going to be able to do these broadcasts effectively. And I thought I had the answer. It, it, that's just the reality of any situation we're in. And I think the more you can be comfortable with the idea of not knowing the answers, the less you're doing that me marketing. Sure. Well, I think one of the things that I... That's my one thing. Is that your one thing? Yeah. What the heck? All right. I like that. I wasn't quite, I wasn't sure I was quite ready for mine, but I, you know, one of the things that for me, I, maybe I'll get to it in this is that I was, my first job was at, in, in like alumni relations fundraising at a higher educational institution. Actually, that wasn't my first job, but in my role, I was out talking with people and learn, trying to learn about them. And they had lots of questions about the college. I didn't have the answers to. You know, there were some things that I knew, but I didn't have them all. And so I got very comfortable saying, well, that's a really good question. I don't have all the details, but I'll get the answers or I'll get yeah. you further information and I'll send it to you. So that and I think it was and somewhere along the line, I had a conversation with one of my supervisors. Where in some regards, not having all the answers was a real benefit. Because that mean I had an intentional reason to get back to them and they would be expecting me to get back to them. So I could come, you know, they, they would say like, well, hey, is this professor still around? And I may or may not have known that. Or, you know, why is the why is the college doing this? And I'm like, well, that's a decision that trustees are making, not right. me. I'll try to get you some information or I'll have someone else get back to you with further information, which was almost like a lot easier than saying, well, when can I follow up with you? Oh, yeah. You know, they have invited me to follow up because I'm going to provide them with further information. And so I think that <clears throat> having all the answers, as you said, usually leads us to talk or believing we do or not wanting to answer the questions we don't know. We just continue talking at people. And I think that's when we can we struggle. And you know, I think that my one thing is if you get if you are talking and I try to do it on the show sometimes. And I think today is one of those days that I wasn't listening to myself where I find I'm talking and hmm, like Bob hasn't spoken a while. Maybe I should pause and allow him to share a thought that he may have had while I was speaking. And so I think that's a, a it's a good thing for all of us, whether you're leading a meeting, whether you're leading a team or an organization, whether you're having a one on one conversation, you're at a marketing event. When you get to that point, where you're like, huh, I've been talking a long time and haven't really stopped to take a deep breath. Pause, 
take a deep yeah. breath. Let someone else do the talking so that you can learn a little bit about who and what they are. I like I that a lot. That's great. <laughs> and a lesson to take to heart. <laughs> it's almost like we need a timer. Like, you know how you have your watch? Yep. Your watch will say, oh, you need, you've been sitting for, you haven't walked in 40 minutes. You've got to get up and walk around. Like we need like, a, okay, you hear my voice. I've been talking now for three minutes. It buzzes and you're like, oh, okay, that's a good, I need to ask a question. What question should I ask them? What, what to get an, egg, an egg timer would work really well. Yeah, but that's pretty intrusive, right? If I walk around to a networking <laughs> event and be like, be a great conversation starter. What's that egg timer for? I don't talk for more than three minutes ever. When that when the last sand goes out, I'm done. I think people would talk to you just to test you. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they would. Yeah, that would be a really good. That would be a really good test. Is if you could go to something and be like, you know, or limit your word count. All right. My word count is at 250. I'm done. I can't talk you know, anymore. You know, Tom, you and I have been trying to figure out a different way to do networking, and that might be something we incorporate into it. What's interesting, it'll be interesting to see. It, that's the other funny thing. Have you ever been in one of those meetings where you have your two minutes yeah. to do your, and inevitably someone rolls through it doesn't even care because what they've got to share is more important than anything else anyone else could have to share and they've got to make sure that they get it out like those are the if that's the case and you find that you're always going over the egg timer it's time to take a breath you had to bring this up today you've already got me dreading later in the week thanks <laughs> why because <laughs> there's a group that they have, you say you're naming your company name for all the people that attend this meeting and invariably someone extends it with 20 words and then the next person 40 words and the next person 68 words and the next person 120 words. And before you know it, the people that at the beginning followed the rules feel marginalized because they didn't get to give their big speech. Yeah, it's an interesting dilemma that we will I'll be interested to hear the results of that. Actually, I think I might be able to see the results of that. We'll see. You might. You might. You might. Just All right. All right, everyone. So thanks so much for being with us today. If you have thoughts around me marketing and talk, 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 please feel free to share it in the comments. Um, or if you have one thing, if you have your antidote that you would like to share, please feel free to put it in the comments because we know that there are people out there who... While they may value and what we say has an impact to them, you may have the antidote that they were actually looking for today. So please feel free to share that. Don't hold that back. Allow others to benefit from the value that you have. If you are unable to do that in the comments, we can also welcome you to go to our Ring of Renegades Facebook group where you can share that information there. Today is Marketing Monday as well as President's Day, even though Alexander Hamilton wasn't a president. Um, so you can go in and share. <laughs> what you have going on. And it's a great test of how, how many words can you use to share what you are, the value you have to offer the community. There are 1,200 members, or almost 1,200 members. See That's how- over 1,200. Oh, it's, okay. I didn't check this morning. So there's an opportunity for you to test your, whether you're talk, talk, talking, or you can control how much you share about what value you offer. Because there, I would imagine, 
there is someone inside that group who might be right now searching for the that solution. They just haven't seen it. So here's your chance. Go to the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. If you're not yet a member and you'd like to do that, please feel free to just go to Facebook, search for Ring of Renegades, and then just ask to join. All you have to do is tell us why you're a renegade and a couple other little questions. And then you can become a part of our growing community where we are helping leaders, small business owners, entrepreneurs, all renegades figure out how to take their next step along their own unique pathway to success. So with that, I hope that we uh, will see you inside the Ring of Renegades Facebook group or we'll see you tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern time for our next edition of today's antidote. Have a great day, everyone. Hey, embrace the renegading you and enjoy President's Day. Go look up a president. There's some really fascinating stories. Awesome. I may just do that. All right, everyone. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to today's antidote powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.